Hello, and welcome to 2023. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. This is our first podcast of the new year. And if you're someone with a huge desire to get the best work of your career into the world this year so that you can live the life you want, have more freedom, and make a real difference in the world, then you are in the right place. If you haven't yet dreamed about the year ahead, or you haven't set intentional goals, or maybe you've started and you're struggling, rejoice, because I've got you covered. I've got something for you today. Today's the first of the three-part series to do exactly that, how to get your best work into the world and enjoy more freedom in the year ahead. I'm going to be spelling out exactly what to focus on as you go into creating your compelling vision and the goals for 2023 with the specific steps in the right order, which is really key. And I'm going to do that over these next three podcasts. If you were spread in a million directions in 2022 and you didn't finish projects or get your most important workout, I bet you didn't have a clear vision. But you can change that in 2023. Let's get you what you need. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hi, friends. Welcome. It's 2023. Can you believe? Here we are. It is going to be a fabulous year. And the way I know that for certain, for you in particular, is because you've never been more experienced. You've never been wiser And you've never been more ready than you are right now. This year is filled with a lot of potential. You're filled with a lot of infinite potential. And right now is the opportunity to take advantage of the fresh slate of the reset of thinking and imagining things that have never been and of possibility. What I find, however, each year is just at about this time, passionate individuals who are serious about growing themselves and making a real difference in the world are inspired by this new messaging, this this fresh slate that comes with the new year. And they want to make and create their vision. They want to manifest their goals, but quickly they find themselves thrust back into the fast-paced work, the robust personal lives that they lead, and some of the obstacles that may have been trickling out of the year behind them. They get distracted and they're frustrated and they make this killer mistake. And that is that they start to think a vision really isn't that important. They never acknowledge that without it, you'll just float around, staying busy with nothing to do and nothing to show for it and not making the contribution you're really here for. And if you've been in business or at your career for any length of time, the chances are you can relate to this. I'd like to begin with a metaphor. I was giving thought to this as I was coming home from Montana recently. I was on the plane and all the passengers and were loaded and the doors were shut. And it's at this point where I usually get very eager and anticipatory for the plane to get off the ground and hit altitude. 
And that's when the pilot got on and said, passengers, we're experiencing a slight delay. We will be on the tarmac a little bit longer until we can get ourselves on a runway from which we can take off. And that got me thinking, looking and seeing the metaphor that I think that this has for our vision. You're the plane, the big, beautiful jet. You know you're going on a flight. You know you're going somewhere, but you're still on the tarmac because you don't have a runway. And the runway is your vision, your directional beacon for the year ahead. And without a runway or vision, you and I cannot lift off. So again, maybe you've started your vision or you, you have the best intentions for it, but when you sit down, you get distracted and you say you'll do it later, or maybe you write things down that aren't all that different from last year and don't get you that jazzed and they're still feeling a little blurry and vague. Just know that you're not alone. You're not behind. You're right on time. We've all felt this way at some time, but there's a reason for it. And it's different than what you've probably heard. And today I'm going to get you the direct route to guaranteeing that you get off the tarmac and that you're on the runway so that you can lift off now, as opposed to never this year or just in a few months. Let's get you what you need. So before we begin, I think it's really important that we understand this big mistake that a lot of smart individuals make from writing down a vision. The thing that keeps them from being able to do that is that they make their vision and goals mean something. Let me explain. Think of the goal of shooting a basket by yourself in the backyard. You miss. Huh, you say. Now imagine standing in the United Center in front of a packed audience and you take the same shot. It's the same shot but it becomes different because of the meaning that you give it. You hit it or you don't, same goal. This is what's important to note. We have to be careful and notice the meaning that we give to our goals. In particular, I see two meanings that goals specifically get loaded with. The first of those is that we make them have meaning about our personal value. In other words, we make our goal mean something about our worth or our adequacy. We set goals to validate us or to fill us, or in some way, sometimes we think to fix us. And when we do that, we inhibit ourselves, we contract ourselves, and we put ourselves in a space which prevents us from even accessing or burping up what are unapologetic and desires and big dreams and great goals are. Understand that goals are not designed to define your adequacy or your inadequacy, but to give you the direction and be your flight pattern. Notice the meaning of what you will say. If I didn't hit that, then I'm weak entrepreneur. If I didn't do that, then I'm not a great salesperson. Or if I don't hit this, then it's going to mean I'm not good enough. Who would want to get a great goal written down If that goal, because of the meaning that we've projected upon it, is going to inform us that we are not enough, that level of uncertainty, that level of cognitive dissonance is enough to have us sitting on the tarmac the whole year. So get that and understand that, that a goal doesn't have meaning. Don't give your goal meaning, specifically don't give it meaning that it is equating to your personal value. 
goals are neutral. They don't have feeling. Again, they are just directional tools. Just like you don't give money more meaning than it has or more power than it has, don't give your goals more meaning than they have. They're neutral. They do what they do. They are to show us where to head. And specifically, be aware of when you are having a tendency of making or designing a goal that you think is going to fill or validate you. If you look at your goals like that, you will be approaching them from a very scarcity, lack, and neediness basis. You're ready for your goal. You're capable of it right now if you're able to dream it. Doesn't mean that it's going to for sure hit, but if it doesn't hit, all that is is more information of what it is and where to go next. When you go after a goal, you're either going to get the result or the lesson that you need to evolve or the information you need to change course. Missed goals are simply information to point you in a new direction, something you need in order to proceed. The second meeting, you see people make the mistake of projecting that a goal has to do with size and that the bigger the goal, the bigger the meaning. So for example, if we say we want to make 10,000 widgets or 1 million widgets, we make the 1 million have a bigger meaning when really it's just one or two more zeros at the end. Two clients last year, for example, they both made 350,000 of new revenue for their company. One was super happy about generating the 350,000 and the other was disappointed. They both gave it a different meaning. It's simply based on the meaning that they gave it. And the meaning that they gave it made them feel something. That thought, that meaning elicited a feeling, which and the biggest problem is that once we have that feeling, that activates the next action that we'll take. So here's how you change that. You understand that your goals are neutral. You see them as a finger pointing sign that directs you on your next steps. And when you know a goal is neutral and it doesn't have any meaning, then right now, just think about it. If your goals had no meaning, they are words on a paper. They are there to tell you which way to head. Oh yes, that's what I want to create. Then what you'll notice is that you have a big feeling of relief. The meanings you give or you don't give to your goals change everything. And when you feel relief after you know holding the thought and recognizing that goals are neutral, you're going to take a different kind of action altogether. You're going to take focused action. You're going to be deliberate. Your actions will be much more eager to begin. You're going to be open to taking bigger risks and have bigger ideas and upgraded ideas for creative solutions. So be very aware that the reason that maybe you haven't given the importance to a vision yet, or it's been difficult to lock and load your goals, and I'm going to give you a method that really, really tones it down and simplifies it in just a moment. You're going to be amazed at how super simple this is. But the reason that that happens is, again, because of all of the mental sideways crazy that we put with it, the, all of the thoughts that we project and all the meanings that we project on it. I was talking to a woman the other day, and she said that she really would like to sell four units of something. But originally she said she put down two. And the reason I explained to her is that she was giving four such a bigger meaning that that was on another level and that was just too big. So be aware of when you're making, you're giving meaning that something is big or maybe even projecting a difficulty level like that is difficult. You don't know. And when you say it's neutral and it's just a directional beacon, then you don't, or a compass, you don't have to, overload yourself with thoughts and frequencies that are going to bring you down and keep you, again, on the tarmac. 
from moving and being stuck and from getting your best work out into the world. Really great goals are actually designed to beckon a new identity. They're not about hitting a goal as much as who they elicit you to show up as, to become in the process. We'll talk more about this later, but for now, understand that you are not your goal. You are not the identity and the achievement of a goal that does not making and pulling those apart is really key. It's really who am I being and what am I creating that is contributing to others and myself and my own personal life in the process. So here are the few steps to, again, setting your great goals. And the first is that mindset shift that the goals are neutral. They have no meaning, but the meaning that you give them. The second is to remember to let go of attachment to hitting your goal. If it happens, great. If it's not, no big deal, no indication of your value or your ability to be happy now. And when you need things to happen for you to fill you or validate you, you become needy and you squeeze the lifeblood out of the goal that you're here to achieve. I know I've never found a needy person attractive, one who's so needed that the goal is hit in order for them to feel okay or to feel good about themselves or that they're important. It's a very contractive mindset and energy, which is based on lack and scarcity. A third tip about setting great goals is that when you don't hit a goal is to simply use the two neutral words that's interesting and look at what information and what direction you're receiving from not hitting the goal, as opposed to, again, giving an additional meaning to it. It's not fair. It's about me. It was too big. It was too difficult. Simply, it's like, that's interesting. Okay, what am I getting next? Ask yourself, who is the person that you want to become? And what goal does that person set? What matters, again, is the person you become on the way to your goals. That's really important. And when we get into that space, we take off the heaviness, we take off the pressure, we take off the stress that comes and is the number one reason why we don't set great goals. My last comment, my last suggestion, before I show you a method for simplifying writing your great goals, because it's not that goals writing and goal setting is so difficult, right? We all know how to get pieces of paper that show us that. That's very easy. It's because something in advance of that stops us. My final piece of advice on writing great goals is to not go logical. Don't sandbag yourself so that you can hit something. Remember again that size doesn't matter. So going after a goal that is only 20% bigger than last year is a very linear, scarce space, left brain approach. And it never is going to allow you to become and return to the person your full potential that you're capable of being. You'll never grow in that way. So really, as we move now to this next step of daring to dream, of unapologetically asking and dreaming up what it is that you desire, go into a place of letting and taking off the meaning of anything that you decide and that comes to you. So if we continue with our metaphor, your plane's starting to move off the tarmac now. All you need is to locate your runway or that vision. Let's get that done now. Three simple steps. The first is to just identify that one great goal. What I invite you to do is set one great goal. I want you to think of this like your secret wish. What's the secret wish for 2023? The goal should excite you and inspire you to show up at a greater version of who you are today. Now, you may begin this by backing into it, by writing maybe all the aspirations or things that you're interested in building or creating or experiencing over the next 24 months. 
But what you're going to get to after you take off and you get it down to five, and then I encourage you to get it down to three. But at the end, you're going to have to make a decision on what that number one is. What's the one that really you know that when you sit at 12, 31, 23, and you feel wildly, oh, unsettled and into yourself, that you have expanded and you know that you've grown yourself and you've become more than you were and taken on and reached more of your edges? What has happened? What's occurred? What would just be so fun? What is the work that would be so fun? What part of what you do would be an exciting experience? I want you to get down to that one thing. Because when you get down to that one thing, you're going to be able to be more focused and you'll be able to come back to it. What I see today is that the leader's greatest pain is distraction, not being able to focus on that one thing. And so they, instead of getting their most important work accomplished, they're spread thin and get a lot of little things done halfway. We all know what that feels like. And we know that that's not a true experience, true choice, or true purpose-driven work. All you really need to begin this is your pen, your paper, five deep breaths, and to start when you're ready. So that's step one, identify your great goal. The second thing is to know who becomes better off when you achieve your goal. How do others become better, happier, less suffering? Maybe their dreams are grown because you achieve your goal. Then how about you? How do you improve or experience the world differently emotionally, financially, from a financial or from a fulfilled level possibility? Why does you achieving your great goal matter? Why is it so important? Because when you do that, when you know, which what is going to inevitably happen is that you're going to face struggle. When you know your why, you are going to be able to move through that struggle. When we're creating things for the first time, there's inevitably going to be some obstacles Our why is going to tell us why it's worth our struggle, bottom line. So once you have your great goal, I want you to ask yourself the questions, why is it so important to achieve this? Why and who is made better because of this? How am I and those I love going to expand or improve or experiencing something different because I achieve this? And that is going to be your fuel. Your third step is to simply write down the next five to seven action steps to achieving it. Not the whole darn roadmap. Just what five to seven actions will begin to set you on your path to achieving that secret wish. This is loose. That's it. It's it's that simple. That's pretty simple, right? Don't overdo it and have, you know, you can begin goal setting in a lot of different categories, but what I want is to call this down, chunk it way down so that you can start in a simple format. The thing is, is that in our endlessly distracted, overcommitted, I'd say overstretched world, Writing down your dream and what's important to you forces you to do something. It forces your brain to be clear and specific about what you desire. And it also expands you. The moment that you write it down, it starts to begin an integration with your subconscious. There's definite research that shows when a pen and a hand, even as opposed to a computer, is used, that the brain and all its faculties begin to put it into action. So right now, go have some fun imagining things that have never been. Let loose of the meaning, whether your goal occurs or it doesn't. But in that space, because of your letting go of attachment, you will have more energy, more attention, more intention, more habits that are formed to make it so. 
So identify your secret wish for yourself. And then remember, you can always set new and other goals. This is your great goal for now. You can always come back in another quarter and change it. Realize that. Don't give it the meaning that this is my one and only. In our next podcast, you're going to get a powerfully supportive method for goal realization. It's something that really can help your personal expansion, and it even helps with your emotional healing. It's really powerful. Be sure you get the next podcast in this series. Make sure you're signed up to receive the email that gets sent to you at ritahighland.com to get notified that it's coming your way. I don't always share everything in the podcast that I share in my emails. It's an opportunity to make sure that you don't miss a thing. I really can't wait to partner with you all 2023 year long to get what you really want, to do the best work of your career, to experience the freedom that you are desirous of, and to contribute in the ways that will blow your mind. In the meantime, if you need help with your work and your life design for 2023, you can go connect with me by going to ritahighland.com and there's a way to set up a call or we'll put in the show notes the link to go directly to hitting a button and you can write in it, show me how in the title and then we'll chat. Don't let another year go by though, wondering why you aren't doing the best work of your career or that you haven't grown your freedom. It's 100% possible. Many are doing it every single year. You are capable, you are ready and you are definitely needed. The sky's the limit. I can't wait to be with you in our next podcast. Until then, peace and joy. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.